We know the Sundowns team of women is, are the champions. The Sundowns team of women, there they are, they are the champions. They are the champions. We also have a group of young people in Gauteng who are the champions of chess who have joined us today. 14 young people, they are school children who are the champions of chess. They, they, they are represented by those sports and the creative industries. Where is Humuso Munchani? You, you know, she, she is a star. She is our star. She is our star. We, we take off our head for you. Uh, an outstanding star like you is somebody we must always respect. That's Kutato Munchani. Kutato Munchani. So, honorable members, we are continuing to invest in this area of sports and the creative industries, but we can tell you it was severely hit by the COVID pandemic. I know there are many aggrieved artists and sportsmen and women who feel we really, really need to open up. We need to open up as the situation of COVID is under control. They want to return to performances. They want to return to the stadium. We need to open up. And there are also those who feel they did not receive the support. We know there were many, many more who were not covered by us. But we say to those we could not cover, uh, it was not our intention to exclude you. We could only cover so many uh, amongst you. Kauten province is a province that attracts the mo most international migrants and migrants from across the continent and the Republic from across the provinces. In migration is a big issue into our province. So we welcome the announcement by National Cabinet that firstly, because there's no country that will not have migrants, but we want migrants in South Africa who are here legally in our country, who are documented. Uh, migrants, we know they are in this country, they are operating in these sectors, and we also welcome refugees in our country, but they should be documented, they are welcome. But the big problem we face is that the poorest borders are a problem in our country. So national government has announced an intervention to strengthen border security and border control to enforce, to also enforce our immigration laws. And I say as the provincial government, this is a matter of great concern. We go everywhere in Gauteng. The question of illegal migrants is featuring everywhere. It is featuring everywhere in our province. The important question is, is that we are going to, we are working, we are working, we have worked with organizations representing refugees, which are also representing migrants in Gauteng. We are going to continue to work with them. We want to work with them. We want to make sure that we work together 
and ensure they are all in our province properly, in our country, safely and legally. But we also want to ensure that our, our state provides security to the borders and security to its own citizens. And for that reason, we don't want citizens to take the law in their own hands. It is the job of government to, to do border security, but also safeguard citizens. It's the job of government and law enforcement agencies. We want to work with civil society, civil society organizations that are also concerned about this issue of migration, including illegal migrants. We want to work with them. I want to emphasize we want to work with them. But nobody should resort to violence. Nobody should take the law into their own hands. And the law enforcement officers must do their job. And people should not be attacked or killed because they are foreign nationals. We must work together to make sure that we address migration. It's a big problem all over the world today. So the law enforcement agencies must do their work. The state must do its work. Civil society partners must do, must do their work. And we must work together to address this issue. So I, I want to say again that no state can allow people to come in and out of its territory without proving that they have documents. There's no state worth its salt that can allow the movement of goods and anything in and out of its territory. There is no state worth its salt that will do so, but also there's no state that can allow citizens just to take the law into their own hands and start moving door to door and saying, this one, uh, these people are illegal migrants. So let us work together with law enforcement, including with civil society organizations of migrants and civil society organizations in our townships to address this matter properly and, and effectively so that they, we don't, Houten cannot afford to have killings and, and, and attacks of foreign nationals again. We can't afford it at all. So, honorable members, I want to come to an important part of the mandate of our administration and report back to you. The issue of integrity promotion and dealing with corruption is a matter that people of our province have been greatly concerned about. And this legislature has also been greatly concerned about. The Houghton Provincial Government adopted an anti-corruption strategy and an integrity management framework in 2016. That framework has got core pillars. It focuses on prevention. It focuses on detection. It focuses on investigation. And it focuses on consequence management of the outcome of those investigations. I am glad to report to you now the numbers of what we have been able to do. Yeah, I'm... I'm glad to report to you the implementation of our anti-corruption and integrity management framework is, is led by the Houghton Ethics and Advisory Council together with the Office of the Premier to ensure that there are, there's strengthening of prevention, detection, as well as investigation and consequence management. 
but we are also working with other agencies, honorable members. Public Service Commission, the Public Protector, the Auditor General's Office, the Human Rights Commission also refers matters to us as well. And law enforcement agencies, we, we open cases. In this report, you will see how many criminal cases. Don't say how many. I don't arrest. I don't arrest. We open cases. We open criminal cases. We discipline. We have disciplined 138 officials in Gauteng. 138 of them have been disciplined. 42 criminal cases have been opened. And law enforcement, no, the criminal justice system, including the prosecution authorities and our courts, are busy following up. We are working with the Special Investigation Unit. The Special Investigation Unit has done a lot of investigations. We have seen those. We have taken action. Every report they have submitted, we have taken action to suspend officials, to discipline officials. And where they are done with that work, criminal cases needed to be opened. We have opened those criminal cases. We have implemented every recommendation from the Auditor General around investigations. We have implemented those in departments where the Auditor General has said, you have a problem of supply chain. Let me report to you what we have done. I did that the last time. All supply chain officials are now being vetted. They are subjected to vetting. Senior management are also subjected to vetting in this province as part of detection and prevention. We are also, we are also when the public protector submits a report in Gauteng, you can ask the special investigation unit. You can ask the public service commission. You can ask the public protector. You can ask the auditor general. Every report they submit to us and say, take this action, we take that action. We implement consequence management in Houghton province. I am reporting to you today on the actions we have taken because you will get the full detailed report department by department, case by case, the course of consequence management and that report is ready, honorable members. In this, that report is ready. And in this state of the province address, in this state of the province address, I want to assure the people of Gauteng, this provincial government takes action when there are issues identified by the various institutions. Of course, we can't, we can't send people to jail because there are other agencies that must do that job. The prosecution authority, the courts must preside over that. And our, pro, our system of consequence management is to ensure that disciplinary action is taken and where cases must be opened criminally, crimin, people must be criminally charged, we do so. So I am very glad that you will see this provincial administration is really is really taking action on issues of integrity. So, honorable members, you know that we have introduced the open tender system which was undermined during COVID. There's no retreat on the open tender system. There's no retreat. 
Consequence management is action you take, disciplinary action, including charging people criminally. That's what you, you have heard about consequence management. You don't know what it means. You suspend officials, you discipline them, and those who, and you also try to, you, you follow up with the SIU assessed forfeiture unit to retrieve the money that has been lost. That's what our report says, to recover and retrieve the money. So that's extremely important for you to know. Don't just say consequence management because you don't know what it means. So honorable members, me, me and the Houting Ethics Advisory Panel will release that report after the State of the Province address. The report will say exactly what I'm telling you. The issues that are coming from different investigations, different recommendations, what action has been taken on those issues. So it's absolutely important, honorable members, that, so honorable members, I have said to you before that we do vetting and the lifestyle audits is something we were the first province to really talk about, talk about and ask and ask the state security agency honorable let me members, give you an update members, can we have order? an update you want honorable an update members. thank you you do want an update you want an update thank you you don't want an update Honourable Members, I'm update? sure you will have your time on Thursday to debate, please. Can we be spared, Yeah, they have, they have just taken 45 minutes of my time. So, Honourable Members, so there has, I have given continuous updates on vetting of senior officials, SCM, supply chain officials, and senior management. Now, the Provincial Executive Committee of the province, that's the MEC and I, the MECs and I, have now gone through rigorous, rigorous interviews with the state security agents. Listen, listen, honorable members. Rigorous interviews to, because you have been asking, where are the lifestyle audits? So I'm updating you. All MECs in our province in, and myself, because there's a framework of lifestyle audits approved by the president. You know the president approved it, approved it last year. That framework, they are using that framework. The first province to use it on is Houghton province. So the state security agencies using that framework, we are the first province. So I'm saying to you, so the, last year I reported, they have, so they have, all MECs had submitted and filled the vetting forms, all the lifestyle audits and vetting forms. What has followed is they have, under, they have now undergone, honorable members, interviews, lifestyle audits and vetting interviews are a very important part of the life stage. So what are we waiting for now? What are we waiting for? We are waiting for them to, they have, they have done They've done the finalization of the interviews. We are waiting for them to 
to complete the report and give it to me. So on our part, we have done two things. The forms, the filling of vetting forms, and the interviews conducted by state security agents to verify everything about every one of us. They've been able to do that. That is the update, honorable members. And we are waiting for the report. That's on the lifestyle audits. And it's not, I want that report tomorrow. It's not in my hands when they'll submit it. They must complete their, their work. I want that report as of yesterday. So they have completed. So honorable members, these MECs who are here have gone through those two processes. Rigorous, rigorous interviews. So the people of Gauteng will know that our provincial government has also been paying attention to clean audits. Clean audits are an important aspect of our prevention, detection, uh, as well as investigation and consequence management system of fighting corruption. We know, honorable members, that we have done very well as Houghton Province in the pre-pandemic period. Between 2014 and 2019, we had the best audit outcomes in five years. 64% of all our auditees got clean audits. And I know in 2017, 2016, 2017 in particular, all departments in Houghton got 100% They got 100% unqualified audits. 100% unqualified audits. In the past two years, we had one year of regression, but this year I am glad to report that we have two new, three new candidates that have joined the, the family of clean audits in the, in the new financial year. Uh, the Department of GDAT, the Liquor Board, uh, are new candidates that have joined our, our clean audits family. So let me say, honorable members, we are also paying attention to cleaning up departments that had very, very adverse reports. The Department of Human Settlements had very adverse reports. We are following up, May progress is being made, we are dealing with the disclaimers, any entity that has a disclaimer, making progress in each of those, because all of them must get out of the the, the problem that their books cannot be relied upon. So, honorable members, it is important to say that we are paying attention to this, this issue of, of clean audits in Houghton province. I've already reported that investigations by the SIU, every one of those outcomes of those investigations, we have acted on them, and others that still require disciplinary processes, those are underway. And, and we are not going to retreat on that matter. It doesn't matter. We have, we have also learned hard lessons from the PPE corruption, and we are strengthening prevention, detection, investigation elements of all departments in our province. So it is therefore critical that whatever is raised, honorable members, about no, there is no action, you will see the action that is being undertaken. And in this regard, we have taken that relevant and appropriate action, and we are following up on other departments. In the, I did say the liquor board, 
GDAD and the cradle of humankind are new candidates in the clean audits. We welcome them. Let's give them a big round of applause. In the family of clean audits, the leading departments on clean audit in Gauteng have been the following, honorable members. The three leading departments on clean audits. The office of the premier, nine consecutive clean audits. Gauteng Treasury, nine consecutive clean audits. And the Department of Cooperative Governance has the, the, is the next that has the highest number of clean audits. These are departments that are leading by example in Gauteng province. So, honorable members, let me conclude by, talk, by talking, talking about our municipalities. I want to return to the issue that in Gauteng province we have new leadership in local government. We welcome all the new councillors. I particularly want to welcome all the mayors who are here. Let's give them a big round of applause to our mayors, your worships. We welcome you. You are elected by our people. It doesn't matter how you were elected when you got into the houses, but you now have a responsibility to lead our people. Yes. You are, you are elected by our people, and we are going to work with you in Gauteng to address all the challenges that we have referred to. We, we have been supporting local government in Gauteng, especially during COVID. We learned great lessons on how to work through the command councils and the, dis, the district development command councils. We have worked together with local government very well. We have strengthened the IGR system during COVID and important lessons have been learned. We are going to roll out the DDM system here in Gauteng. But the truth is, service delivery as we speak, and in, especially in infrastructure, has collapsed in many parts of Gauteng. That is the truth. That is the truth. The task we are going to face it's not only the responsibility of municipalities to fix service delivery, fix, fix infrastructure. We will work with the mayors. I repeat this. We are going to work with the mayors in the, in the mode of emergency that we worked with during COVID-19. There are many areas in our province where municipalities can do better. And I want to announce every Thursday and Friday I will be in a municipality with the MS every Thursday and Friday will be now be service delivery Thursdays and Fridays. I will be in a municipality working with the leadership of that municipality and the councillors to deal with issues of service delivery. If the province is responsible, mayors, if it's housing issues, if national is responsible, if it's water and sanitation issues, that need national, if it's electricity and we know needing some big part of it needing national, we will, we will, if it's roads, we have a big responsibility on roads. Every Thursday and Friday, we will be in each minute. We will not do municipalities at once. Every Thursday and Friday, we will be out there working with the mayors. And I want to say to you again, mayors, you have our full support and we are not going to work along the lines of political parties. We are going to work as government. Because the people of Houghton want 
their elected government to work for them and not to work for parties and not to work for the, uh, the purposes of what the coalition governments or the particular governing party wants to achieve. If that is irrelevant to service delivery, we have to find a path of breaking with that to go to the people together. And I also want to say, two, in 2017, we established a debt management committee together with municipalities. The new leadership of local government needs to know the debt management committee is the one that has been dealing with billing, resolving all billing disputes, clearing all rates and taxes that need to be paid. And on average, we are paying 2 billion rands to municipalities per annum in Gauteng. On average, 2 billion rands is paid by the Gauteng provincial government to different municipalities for rates and taxes in Gauteng. So where there are outstanding rates and taxes, we work, we work with those municipalities to look at if the municipality cannot substantiate billing. And I must tell you, one of the first mayors to speak to me about this issue, uh, Mayor Palazzi, was one of the first mayors to speak to me about this issue. I know municipalities attend, the, they do this work, they clear, they clear all the debt. So where there are outstanding amounts, I have said to departments, and I've said to Treasury, you have to settle those outstanding amounts. You have to, we can't wait for a department to pay a municipality because they are managing their own issues. If there's a dispute on the rates and taxes, that dispute must be subjected to a process because there are issues also around billing. There's no municipality that can pretend. But municipalities must be paid for rates and taxes because they need that money to service uh, the, the, people, the people in the residents in their, in their own communities. That, that has to be done. We must work together in the systems we have put in place uh, across our city region. So I want to conclude by saying that the, the big issue that worries us is payment of service providers on time. So there are, there are departments, I've dealt with that issue of corruption. You were not listening because you were making noise. Non-payment of service providers. There are, I want to report today that the, 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 there are departments that are 100% compliance with paying service providers in 30 days. In the, in the past year, the latest year, the latest report, the following departments are, especially the third quarter report, as of the end of December 2021, the Office of the Premier, the Public Roads and Transport, Agriculture, Economic Development, Treasury, COCTA, human settlements, and e-government have been able to meet the 100% compliance with 30-day payments. <laughs> Education, sports, arts, culture, and recreation, and community safety, they are between 95% and 99% in meeting their commitments. Education, sports, arts, and culture. Now, I want to report to this house. There are three departments. Firstly, it's two departments, but they are joined by the third now. So health is a big problem with the 
non-payment of service providers. I'll explain what we are going to do. DID is also a big problem with the non-payment of service providers. Social development has now joined them, MEC. So I have a team, myself and the MEC for Treasury, are, are one of the big things with, with health, it's really the big problem that they have. Health, health has only, only complies 33% with the payment of service providers. So we have, we have a team that is clearing this non -pay, outstanding payments of service providers, team made up of Treasury and the Office of the Premier. And this team is also going to be meeting with all every service provider who is owed by any of the Department of, of Houting any service provider. I will be there myself. I will be there. I'm not going to, de to delegate with every service provider so we have a path to ensuring that there is settlement of all the outstanding payments that have not been made by our government. So I would like to conclude, honorable members, by, by going back I want to conclude by going back to saying that we will rebuild our province brick by brick. It is difficult times that we are facing, but we will consciously, consciously and collectively confront all the challenges that we are facing. I want to reassure the people of our province that we are aware that some of the social and democratic gains made in the period 1994 and 2019 have been severely reversed in the last two and a half years. That includes the erosion of quality of life amongst people. That includes the increasing levels of corruption, blatant. And we are glad that the state capture report is, is getting finalized and the last set is coming out. In this province, as I say to you, the report that the Kauteng Ethics Advisory Council is going to release with me, will demonstrate to you in each case, in each area, what consequence management is, has been done or is being done. Corruption and the erosion of social living standards of our people are a big problem. So we want to build a province based on rule of law. We want to build a province where social and economic justice is underpinning that rule of law. So rule of law, we are a constitutional democracy based on rule of law, but the nature of our constitutional democracy is that it's also based on social and economic justice. You can't separate those rule of law and social and economic justice is what characterize the nature of our constitution. Transformative constitutionalism is what characterizes the nature of our constitutional democracy. So we wish, so don't separate the two. We wish to reassure our, the people of our province. We have now reordered our priorities. The number one priority is economy and jobs. Service delivery is a critical area of focus. Confronting corruption in all its manifestations. Dealing with crime and building a capable state and going in every area in our province to fix the infrastructure and service delivery backlogs is what we are going to do. 
I reiterate that we can only move forward together by ensuring that no one is left behind, as our president says. I want to thank the people of Gauteng for the trust and responsibility bestowed on us in the past eight years. Let me say that we are not perfect. I am not perfect. But some, one thing must be clear. We are honest and sincere and committed to serve the people of Gauteng with utmost integrity, to serve our people with utmost integrity. And we thank you very much for the opportunity to have served you and will continue to serve you in the next two years of the remainder of our term of office. God bless you abundantly. Thank you, thank you. I wish to take this opportunity to wish our Premier a happy birthday in advance. Tomorrow is his birthday. While today, one of our own from the Gauteng Legislature, Mr. Ralph Chilwane, was his birthday. Happy to you, sir. <laughs> now that we have received uh, the address premier, we request that the address be forwarded to, to the table for placing on the other paper in terms of Rule 16. After I have adjourned the sitting, members are requested to please proceed to go outside the hall for your group photo and they'll be ushered by the protocol team to show us where we're going to have a group photo. I will also request that guests remain seated until all members have left the chamber. Yeah. And let me also announce that our next sitting will be on Thursday, the 24th of February at 10 hours sharp at the Gauteng Provincial Legislature in, in our building. I now declare the sitting adjourned. Thank you very much. <laughs>